Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. From their awkward middle school years to founding Betches and beyond, get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen Drexler. I'm Sammy Sage. And I'm Jordana Abraham. And we're the founders of Betches Media. This is the eighth episode of the season of At Betches podcast. And last week, we talked all about how we got into podcasting. This week, we're going to do something a little more chill. And we're going to talk about one of our favorite things to do, traveling. So let's start with a topic I think that we touched on in the earlier of the season, which was studying abroad, something I didn't do, but you guys can share your experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it used to be really funny because we would like back in the day when we could just gotten back from abroad, that was sort of the joke was that like, oh, like like we went abroad and you didn't go abroad. (laughs) Was that the joke? I don't remember. <laughs> like Lagos, like that we would talk about Lagos. Oh, Lagos. Right. So you just talked about Lagos because you guys would always like talk about like specific places and Lagos was one of them and how about how fucking fun it was. And that became a running joke because I was like, wasn't there. And then finally I went to Lagos <laughs> recently, like a few years ago. It's really with, nice, right? With my dad. Very pretty. <laughs> Different experience with Rusty and my brother. And um, it was really beautiful. But I did it. Underrated spot. It is. Great spot. Yeah. Portugal. That's, I mean, that's where I think they said like Columbus or not Columbus. Maybe it was Columbus. They thought like the world ended like in that era. They think they all thought that. What do you mean? Like that earth? Yeah. Like they thought it was just like that. And then it like fell off. In Portugal. Yeah. In like Lago specifically, I think. It does feel like end of the world. Do you over there? You know, yeah, but not right. more, not more end of the worldy than like say somewhere in Croatia. Well, Maybe that was just like their theory that started there. Like the it, world is flat. Anytime you're on, <laughs> anytime you're on a beach, you could in theory think that you're at the end. Yeah, like Long Beach is really the end. <laughs> yeah, the end of the world. <laughs> so where did you guys go abroad? Why don't you tell everyone? Because I already know. <laughs> I went to Seville. I went to Florence, um, and that's how I have to say it in that accent. Um, Did you go see Massimo? (laughs) I went to see Massimo. I went to all the typical abroad girl places. Massimo still wishes me a happy birthday on Facebook every year. Yeah, he's the nicest He's really nice. I would go back. If anyone who's listening went abroad in Florence or even somewhere in Europe, you probably know who that is if you're as basic as we are. (laughs) Florence is amazing. I've been there, like, so many times. The food is amazing, like... It's just so pretty. I love that you could walk everywhere. Yeah, I think Florence is actually one of the best cities. Like, like I, I would, like, if I had to pick, that would be maybe the best city, I think. That was my first time in Europe when I went to Florence. It was mine, too. Which was awesome because it was, like, a great segue. And then we used to, like, travel to every different city on the weekends, which was, like, a whole other thing. So it was, like, never really seeing anything to seeing, like, so much stuff like so tightly wound together and I think coming from Cornell where everything was like although there was like always like so much like the culture of Cornell was just like so much work all the time and like 
competitive, intense studying. And then to go to abroad where like no one cared, especially like the, I feel like these European teachers like also knew that like you weren't really there to like truly intensely study. So everything was like a little bit of a joke. So it was like also just made it really fun. It was the greatest. Like it's, it's, it's kind of crazy that like that is a thing that we do. Um, mm-hmm. When you think about it, when you think about how expensive it is and like how, and especially if you're going to travel a lot, like it's one thing to stay in a city for six months. It's another to like go somewhere every weekend. And it's, I really find it kind of wild that that is something that we were like allowed to do. I think it is definitely like such an amazing privilege to be able to do that yeah. and like, go abroad. But at the like a lot of like I, when I w- I was researching to if I could go abroad, the reason why I couldn't was because my like um bio requirements <laughs> were like so ridiculous that I had to actually if I could go abroad, I would have to like go to like the hard school in like England and like do actual requirements for my major if I wanted to like actual grad actually graduate on time. So, and I was like, no, this is not worth it. <laughs> like I'm not gonna have fun. So I didn't, but there were hard ones like people like people went had all different types of experiences. But I think like the people that we knew went knowing that this was sort of like a fun semester off. Well, I will say that right. despite how like easy and fun it was like I I feel like abroad was sort of like I was really um, culture shocked and I did not know how to like not have a panic attack while traveling. And I feel like towards the end of end of abroad I was actually um like having severe anxiety and I like it was so fun but I also had like a lot of untreated anxiety right and you were not like the best at necessarily booking things so I think that probably added oh to God. your anxiety when it did yeah it really sure. did like like I would miss book things and ends up like I remember I once got stuck in Madrid um, I don't remember why, but like I couldn't get back to Seville. I think I had gone whatever somewhere for a weekend and then I got stuck in in Madrid because you couldn't fly to Seville because they were having like a festival or something and there was just like no way to get there. I think I took a bus like my mom booked the bus from America. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's so it's, it's interesting because I feel like that's an experience that like if you had it like five years later or five years after college, you'd be so much more like uh, like appreciative of it. And like I would have been so much smarter. Right. Totally. And, totally. I feel yeah. like you would have been more into the actual culture. Like I kind of felt like I was just drinking with American people like in Jersey various Shore, cities. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> it like you're drinking with the people you like know from college or like high school just in various European cities, um, which was fun, but it wasn't exactly like the cultural immersion that like someone who did like a, what was it called when you like live with a family? Like a ex- family, ex- like an exchange situation, something like that, or, or like a homestay, a homestay. homestay. Yeah. yeah, like if you did a yeah. homestay, I feel like that was legit. You were like with a real like Italian family, yeah, like learning or the language. Or, yeah, right. We were just like being loud, obnoxious American girls, like in various garages, and we were proud. <laughs> like we were proud, and that. But I, I feel mean, it like was if- fun. It was, yeah, it, was it was fun. I had a great but time. I feel like had I feel like had I had we done it five years post college, we wouldn't be like those those people, you know? We'd probably still be annoying. I don't <laughs> maybe not as annoying. 
slightly less annoying um, American girls. Yeah, just if anybody wants to picture it, like I said, Jersey Shore, Italy, when they go to Florence is 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 a lot of it. And then we would talk about like abroad girl quotes. Right. I also think that that. okay, it's interesting that you mentioned like this being our first time like in Europe or really like out of supervision of some sort. Like, I mean, I guess college was unsupervised, but like in a different, totally different way than going abroad was unsupervised. So I almost feel like it like brought in our minds just enough to see that we were ridiculous, that ultimately it led us to be able to like make, you know, do the satire that we start that we were doing when we started Betches. Like, I think that getting out there to see ourselves acting like this, right. like this way within the rest of the world really exposed to ourselves how like lucky, privileged and also ridiculous we were. <laughs> totally. Like the idea that you could think you would know a culture because you spent like three days there. Like in Barcelona, they put ham in everything, but sometimes they also don't put ham in things. Right. No, are really late. <laughs> right. Like thinking you understood like the nuances of a culture when you probably didn't speak to like any local people <laughs> remember when we went to barcelona um our sit like together went after college yeah we yes. also went to we were in barcelona we were in barcelona together abroad yeah, yeah that's where that i came too. to visit you i came to visit you yeah. like around spring break which is in march and i like came to see you guys and i like started crying because <laughs> i missed you so much i remember us meeting up on that place at on the, the beach. beach yeah 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 that's where we reunited. Yeah. I went to Florence with a friend that also didn't go abroad. We went to Florence. We went to Barcelona and we went to um, Prague. And that was Prague cool. Prague was very fun. And I did it in like five or seven days. That's pretty wild. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and it's helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. And then what was your favorite post-college trip? Post-college trip. Switzerland with my mom. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say that. <laughs> no, I... Well, what I liked about that trip was like that it was relatively like low stress or like low my trips that I've taken with Avi have been much more like exotic I think like we went to like Vietnam went to Peru and stayed in a treehouse in the Amazon um, which were all very fun but like those things also come with you know stress because they're like it's very adventure trips yes they're adventure trips and I do enjoy an adventure trip but it's a different mindset than like a sit and eat cheese trip or like sightsee trip. Yeah. After after college, I think I've been on like some really great. I mean, 
we've had great bachelorette party trips that was so fun right. but like that's obviously a different vibe than like going with your significant other like i went my i think my favorite trip that i planned like full on with rusty was italy because it was his first time going to Europe and I like was investing in my own future and I was like making sure this trip was like amazing. I basically planned us a honeymoon like way too soon. <laughs> and, right, I remember that. And um, it, I think I sent almost like, so many people this itinerary, but it was such a nice time. And I, I bumped into this kid that we, um, that we know on his honeymoon and two minutes before I bumped into him, this was actually in Capri. He bumped into Joe Biden and they like took pictures in Capri in Capri. This was like, oh my God. Showing yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, this is years Capri ago. Capri is so chic for Joe Biden. I don't see him as like a Capri goer. No, he's, he's probably he, like he shadily Capri he's goer. He's definitely a Capri goer, please. It's Italy. Yeah. People go to like a nice vacation. Imagine Joe there. Biden at the Fontalina. <laughs> No, yeah, he and so I he took a selfie with him and I like saw the picture like so two jealous. minutes ago. Where he's like a, a two minutes away from me right now, Sammy. When we were on um your bachelorette party, um we were talking to the ski instructor in Aspen and he was like that he oh, had yeah. like taught the Obama girls. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Which you also don't think of them as like Aspen-y types, but like no, they, everyone no, no. is. They just like they're not like annoying just on instagram it, it. yeah <laughs> right right right, right. <laughs> can you imagine joe biden instagramming capri like no <laughs> that's he went happening. to the lemon place for dinner <laughs> yes i found i like guys people weren't going to that place. place i found that place yes it was a family-owned place that also also owned that boat tour oh i went on that boat yeah. tour that yes you and they own the restaurant yeah. did not everyone know about the lemon place no well, okay. in general, Capri is a lemon place. Like, that's their thing. <laughs> Lemons. It's like very Yolanda Hadid. Very Yolanda Hadid. Oh, my God. I am rewatching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Also, honeymoon was also so fun. My honeymoon was like was the COVID honeymoon. So we're doing our real honeymoon this summer. And the EU just said that people who are <laughs> vaccinated can come if they have their vaccines passports. And as of this morning, the two of us are vaccinated. So we're going to do our like intended yes. honeymoon this summer i'm very excited Jenna, where are you going on your honeymoon like the real one i haven't like fully planned it yet but i'm trying to go to sri lanka and the maldives oh nice. adventure adventure, An adventure and then chill that sounds great yes. yeah i mean i'm trying to like do it all before like you know i eventually have kids and then can do less so trying to like pack as many things as i can i'm also going to greece this summer again hopefully fingers crossed Jealous. i have greece booked mm -hmm. just in case my i booked greece in case france didn't open <laughs> so now i have these hotels that are like cancelable so i could we could go anywhere we, we <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of the flexible travel now yeah it is do you remember when you came to visit florence and we you me and jay we went on a um yes. hiking trip to cinque terre <laughs> yes I, remember. I feel like that was one of the most pure day trips i ever went on we were like we were 100 percent sober. <laughs> like, yeah, we took we like hiking. the train to the to, to hike for hours, and then we went back. And then you had pes yeah. we had pesto at that town that was like known for pesto. Yes, Inglaterra is so pretty. It really was so pretty. It's a really romantic hike. <laughs> the three of us. The three I remember us. wearing your flip flops on that hike. <laughs> it was probably a bad idea. <laughs> I remember wearing a bathing suit in case it was sunny, so I could tan. It wasn't sunny that day. Which I only remember because of the photos. And I kind of can picture it, but 
Yeah, um, that was a very fun hike. Remember that I convinced how I convinced you to go on it? Yes. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you say that you convinced me to go on it when I think of it as like I convinced you to write my essay for me. Um, <laughs> like, but that's the power of who is more manipulative. I don't know, because like I remember you were like, let's go like we'll do a fun day trip. And I'm like, I have this essay to write like blah, blah, blah. But like you're so good at writing essays. You could probably do it in like. <laughs> in like an, like under an hour and you're like yeah i probably could and then you did it when you went to church <laughs> so your dad got a free essay and a trip but planned it's so funny that this whole time you've been thinking about it like you've convinced me to do it <laughs> yeah no because because we've been look like we're look now i have chinko tara under my belt and we have the memories of that beautiful hike and Trinca like has a good grade it's probably better than i would have gotten on my own yeah i literally don't even thank you i don't really even think about how i had to write your essay I remember it was about the Medici family and I read like I remember I specifically remember what I did I read like the intro paragraph about the Medici family and then I wrote the whole thing based off of like three pages <laughs> it was I probably did pretty well like also like a broad again broad classes were like kind of a joke and it was funny going to school with people who didn't go to Cornell because they were like had a normal attitude about school where they weren't like compulsive about it like I remember this other guy was like oh like it seems like the test is just going to be like this list of practice questions the teacher has already given us. Like, so I'm just going to look at that. I'm like, I don't know if you can rely on that. I need to like <laughs> read all the fucking chapters that could possibly be covered. And then we took the test and it was the exact same thing. As the practice, <laughs> practice questions. And I was like, who's smarter here? I don't know. Probably not me. <laughs> That's a really funny way to look at it. Who is the smarter yeah. person there? Yeah. But yeah, at least now I understand the Medici family. Like, I, like thanks to having to write your essay, I actually know a lot about them the first three pages of the book about them but that is a lot of information because they cover you know the general gist what do you guys prefer like a rugged not rugged like like you know an adventure you, vacation but it, you could have an adventure vacation that also has some relaxation vibes i like a mix like rugged like when avi and i went to the treehouse yeah roughing it you mean like kind of not roughing yeah like semi-roughing you're yeah not real like just you're more you're you know th things you you don't know what to expect versus you really you, you right. know everything to expect <laughs> what do you prefer I think the older i've gotten the more annoying i am about being uncomfortable mm -hmm. i've talked about this before i'm like you up but once i hit 30 i like want to speak to the manager like, like <laughs> I'm not just cool with whatever happens. Like I want it done in a certain way. Totally. That hit so, that hit me yeah. way before 30. <laughs> yeah, I think you had that for a while. Like I used to I mean, like it's, I'll never forget um Carly Berg yelling at me because I booked a hostel in in Ireland, in Dublin, that like we were sleeping with like random people in the room. And she was like the craziest thing that she she's like, I can't you're gonna kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like 20 years old, so I'm like, oh, this is cheap. It's great. Like, I could, I can handle anything. And now I look back and I'm like, I can't believe that I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I also, I also um have that like increase in in standards, but I do feel like, okay, I like a vacation where you're roughing it. Like when we did stay in the treehouse, it was a good mix because it's like they had a staff and they cook everything for you and like they carry your bags up the treehouse. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like roughing it. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> They're really roughing it. Okay, they carry all of our suitcases. <laughs> okay, there was no air conditioning. You're in the fucking Amazon rainforest. There was no hot water. I had to shower in the cold. There was no hot water. Okay, <laughs> like it's not like. This reminds uh, me of the curb your enthusiasm survivor debate. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's such a funny episode. But yeah, no, it was like, so it was like roughing it, but nice. At one point we, we went on a hike in the forest and I, I will send you a picture of my mosquito bites. My whole Ooh, body was covered in mosquito bites. We, I had to get a vaccine for it beforehand. Like it was, yeah. it was roughing it. Like you couldn't just leave. You had to take a boat from a, a town <laughs> that you had to drive two hours to, to get right. to the treehouse. Like it was roughing it. Like yeah. you weren't just camping out on a random bank on the Amazon, but like the villages that we went to, like you can't even access them all the all year because they're the water isn't always there. <laughs> like it was roughing it. So that was like a cool experience. But like I agree, the older I get, like the less comfortable Tolerance I would be in an experience you have for, like that. Yeah. 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 I think the best are like when it's a little bit of a mix, like you're doing something yeah. that's not like you're not just being pampered constantly because that almost can get like a little boring. So there's like yeah. some adventure stuff, but then also like a nice chill time. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. I, I, yeah, I need if I'm going to have like a, 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 a if there's some form of roughing it, like I need to be prepared for it. Like I need to know what to expect. Yes. From it. I know a lot of people who don't like Rusty's the opposite. He's like, doesn't care where we go, whatever. And I'm like, I must look at the reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I talk to every manager. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but I've gotten like <laughs> refunds. Okay. This one time in <laughs> on said Italy trip, we stayed at this like place that's obviously high up on a cliff. And our room was like at the bottom of the cliff. And there's an elevator that takes you down the cliff. But their elevator was broken. And they told me like, oh, don't worry. It's 50 steps. I'm like, okay. I have like not great knees at the time. And I'm walking, like walking, walking, walking. And I start counting the steps when I definitely feel like I've hit 50. We were 500 steps. And I'm like, I have to go back up this (laughs) every time to and from our room. So, um, yeah, I got a full refund for my whole trip. It's pretty nice. Yeah, you just got to know what to say. I also, also the, there was other people that were complaining too. So it wasn't just me, but like, that's crazy. Right. Jordana, when you brought up the hostel and that, (laughs) that Burr got mad about, I had a memory of um, when we went to Munich for beer fest and we, and we stayed in a hostel. And I remember waking up to like people having sex, like our friends having sex. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. That was a very fun show. That was the most disgusting like room ever just because of the amount of people in it that were like, like you said, having sex, but All also sex. like throwing up <laughs> like people were either like throwing up or have, it was like it was gross. But like and it was also like there it was over. It looked over an atrium, not like a real window. So there was no like fresh air. It was I like forgot about that ugh. part. Coupled with the fact that it was a trip where literally all you did was consume beer and the occasional like sausage bratwurst. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Now it's time for the Dear Betches listener email of the week. Since we're talking all about vacations and traveling today, we thought it would be good to answer an email about traveling with your friends for a bachelorette party. The topic for this week's email is how do you balance the demands of a close friend planning her destination bachelorette party with the logistics of organizing a large group? You can submit your questions to podcast at betches.com. Sammy, please do the honor of reading this one. Dear Betches, my best friend is getting married in late 2021, and as the maid of honor, I'm in need of some advice about how to plan a bachelorette party. More importantly, I need some help with the destination bachelorette party, as this is something I've never done before. I've been to plenty of bachelorette parties before, but never one that required more than a few hours of driving. The bride-to-be told me she wants to organize a trip to a Caribbean destination, partly because her fiancé said he'd pay her way, and partly because she wants an all-inclusive experience. I totally understand the appeal of a tropical getaway, but I'm also torn about how to go about inviting people and booking for a large group. The vacation poses a number of problems. Number one, a lot of our friends may not be able to afford it, and I'm feeling a ton of anxiety about sending out the email to her prospective guest list. She doesn't seem to understand that a lot of these people don't have a ton of money, so they may have to opt out and feel excluded, which is giving me anxiety. Number two, I've never been to the Caribbean, so I don't even know where to start. And number three, it's a huge responsibility, and I don't want to fuck it up. She got to get rid of that imposter syndrome. <laughs> Any and all advice would be helpful, especially from Jordana, who I know to be engaged at the moment. How do I ask people to travel all that way without coming off as insensitive to those who can't afford it? What are your tips for booking such a large group vacation? And most importantly, what destination should we actually go to? Thanks so much. It is so funny because like, I can't book a trip for shit. So I'll let you guys handle this. <laughs> we read her sincerely who it's from. It's good. One. Oh, sorry. Sincerely batch batch in a bind. Sorry. I didn't even see that. My, I my love wow, the alliteration. Alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. Jordana. Okay. Yeah. Jordana. She asked she for you. requested you. 
Yeah, we get a lot of questions like this on Betches Brides. You guys should check it out. I listened to one yesterday of the three girls who all wanted to get married around yeah. the same time and they were having an issue. I, I listen every week. A lot now. of interpersonal issues surrounding weddings. Um, So check that out generally. But also, I think, okay, so... I think generally in life, this doesn't just apply to bachelorettes, but just like general things. You can do what you want to do and not care what anyone thinks, or you can do something to please the most people um, and maybe sacrifice what you want to do. So in this case, it seems like the bride is choosing to do what she wants to do. But something that sh- that you have to understand when you do that is that not everyone will come. Right. And you have to be like, okay with that, because, you know, you've chosen this expensive thing. And like, if you're okay with like a smaller bachelorette party and you give people the out saying like, I know this is expensive. So like, I totally understand if you can't make it or you or you I'd rather, you know, I'm excited to have everyone at the wedding. This is like totally optional. Not be offended if they can't come. Doesn't seem like the bride has like expressed that. I don't know like how many people she does expect to come. But I think it's important, like if you're going to do the kind of thing that's like super expensive when your friends are not at that level to understand that like you will get less people and you have to be okay with that. And that there, you might have to make concessions with what you're doing. I mean, in this case, I think they should probably just stay in all inclusive and, and stay there. that That will help. But like, let's say you're not doing that kind of thing. Like people might be like difficult about splitting the bill or they might not want to like pay for your meal. And you know, it might, impact like people's kind of attitudes and carefulness while they're on the trip. But also this is sure that's like true for the bride, but this is for the maid of honor who is having the anxiety about like, then it looks like bad on her. Like she's the one who's sending out the email and doing the planning on behalf of this bride who doesn't care whether or not, you know, how much money these people are spending. So I think that's what she's having a lot of anxiety about. Like if the bride was the one to send the email, I feel like this girl wouldn't really care that much. Maybe I think she does. I think she has just no idea where to start is kind of how it sounds like I would start having a conversation with a bride and ask her, right? Like ask her just, just yeah, what do you know, want to do? Yeah. This that's is what I mix. This is what I think is going to happen. Like because of this place, you can go through the list. Like I have a feeling that we're going to get less people because of this, you know, this choice, which is just something I want to know if you're down with, like, I don't care. I'm happy to plan it either way, but like, this is what I just, I just want to manage our expectations here and, right. um, and then go from there. Right. And then in terms of how to figure out like what she should actually do on it, ask the bride, like, what are you most excited about? Like, what is something you definitely want to do? What is something that like you don't really care about or something that like you think is super cheesy that you would never actually want, like to get a sense from her about like the kind of trips that she wants. She doesn't have to give you like all the details, but that'll help you like get started. And then you can check out the Betches travel section for great hotels or restaurants or places to book in whatever Caribbean destination you choose. Right. I feel like, okay, in terms of practical, like let's say the bride is like set on on the Caribbean. I feel like because she is set generally on a region and not on like the Bahamas or like, I don't know, like Aruba, that actually leaves you a lot of room to find something like affordable and to research a lot Mm -hmm. of different options because there are tons of all-inclusives in general. So you could like try to like do, I would do the research and like look at where are flights 
flights most reasonable? Where are what are weekends that are cheaper than right, other weekends? Right. Yeah. Totally. Like don't go on a three day weekend. Like, <clears throat> like those sort of things. And then once you figure out like where you want to go, look at the hotels there and like a, a, an all inclusive, like really, I think is like, it will reduce the stress for the bachelorette party because you are agreed that you're pretty much going to stay there. You're there. Like, yeah. And there's no conversation about the bill every time. Yeah, exactly. Which is a stressful thing. Right, right, right. Totally. And then if you do want to like do something outside of the hotel, like you can set expectations, you can survey people. Are you willing to do this excursion for you this can much offer money? It as optional. Yeah, exactly. And then like, I think, I think what, what uh, makes people like anxious about money when it comes to these trips is the unexpected costs, because like the more people you have at an event or a dinner, like costs go up. It's just sort of like the nature of it. But if you are setting expectations and you say, this is the flight, this is the, the all-inclusive price expect that there will be like, maybe like a cab or something who knows, like a little miscellaneous charges. I would anticipate to be X dollars. Yeah. And then you're setting expectations. You are making it clear that you like did your best to try to like find something that could be affordable. And then if like people, some people really still can't come, then that's kind of like the bride to make that decision of like, do I mind? What are some tips that we can give her? Like, I feel like there's really good, good tools for planning a large group. Like first set up like a doodle, right? That's what it's called Mm -hmm. for dates that -hmm. you can um, first agree on with the bride. Like give me like five dates that I can give options to everybody. When you're there, set up a split wise account with all of your friends because when we first discovered that shit when we were so in Croatia was the, we the whole trip when we were in Croatia that's all we talked about is like how amazing Splitwise was this is not an and ad everyone's yeah. like everyone's like fighting to pay the fighting bill. to pay the bill because you get the right. points but you're not worried about people not paying you back because it consolidates your expenses <laughs> yeah but yes. anyway there, what are what are some other other things? I guess Google Google um, Excel is a great, obviously, just one for sure like, document. You could yeah. I would use Google Flights to put alerts on different flights so that you can see as the prices change. And then, like, let's say there's a like a price drop, like you could buy it then. Right. Um, you know, I don't know if your friends have like points or or something like that. Like maybe tri- maybe try booking on points. Although I don't know if that's as easy with a bachelorette party because you end up paying like a person usually. I think also like feel out the vibe of the group of the group too. Are they more like, you know, like workout class on Saturday morning or are they more like, you know, like we're going to be hungover and we don't want to do anything like yeah. in terms of like, or do they want like a lot of plans? And there's something to talk about with the bride, but I think the better, you know, most of the people going on the trip, that's also helpful. Like what, what kind of like, activities would they be into and you can always like Aileen said doodle is really good for that too and ask the bride or maybe talk to the bride about or try to get a sense of like what people generally feel comfortable spending and then that will help guide your research because I feel like it's I feel like there's a lot of unknowns and that can be very intimidating because like literally you're just planning this like totally open-ended trip for a bunch of people and it's stressful but yeah I think communicating with the bride and then communicating with the bridal party like you can you can again like if again I see I think one of her concerns is like how do I ask people without coming off as insensitive like that all is in how you word your emails and like how you like 
communicate with people yeah. and how the bride acts, honestly, like mm-hmm. when people say I can't come. Right. I think just giving people options is a really just in general, giving people options, but also like you find out from the bride, like what's her must she must do? Like, is the is are, are we going on a boat one day? Is that the must activity that everybody oh, wants you to asked go me on? That when you were planning, you were like, what do we have to do? Yeah, I, I think that's the things that you ask the bride. Like, okay, first, where's your what's your vibe? Like, what, what do you want this to be super party? Do you want it to be super relaxed? You want one day relaxed? And then, okay, second, what is one must-do activity that you want everyone to come to? You are only allowed one. <laughs> and then all the others, like I can make optional, give me give me optional ideas for like two and three. And then um, how how scheduled do you want it? Do you want there to be like a suggested schedule or do you want there to be like a fully mapped out decked schedule where there's dinners every night and blah, blah, blah. And then and then from there, you can then sort of come up with some tentative plan and then give the options to the group. Say like, this is what your friend wants to do. Just giving, I've researched how much this would cost. This is what yeah. it's going to cost. The rest, I'm thinking about this. Tell me if you guys are interested, all open to suggestions. Just make it more of like a free, and then also offer for them to talk to you directly so it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. Totally. No reply alls. No reply alls. <laughs> and then I also think like in terms of like finding out where you should stay or where you should go to dinner or any of that stuff. Like I think the the first line is always like see if there's anyone even in the group who's like been to any of these places or has a recommendation or no, like or any friends you have even outside the group who can give you like their firsthand experience. Yeah. Um, And then obviously like there's like the internet for research. But I always find that like. I just travel. Yeah, Betches Travel, Betches Brides has some bachelorette breakdowns too. Like hearing it from someone that you trust that's been there is is always like the best way to get a recommendation in my opinion. Definitely. Also, if you go to Puerto Rico, it's not international. So that might make things like a little bit easier. I don't know. I think there's a lot, a lot of options. U.S. Virgin Islands too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of options. Right, or you could just go to Miami. But either way, I feel like they're flying, you know. But anyway, good luck, Betch, in a bind. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. 
Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now we're going to play a game all about traveling. We, again, don't know what the game is. We just know that it's called the layover game. What's the name? Okay, the layover game. Once again, to help us lead us through the game, here's our producer, Dana. Welcome. Hi. Hey, Dana. Hello. What game are we playing today? What is the layover game? The layover game is basically a travel version of Fuck, Mary Kill. So I'll be going through some different locations and giving you three popular tourist attractions. And then you'll tell me whether you want to visit it, check it, or chuck it. Visit it, proper visit. You Maybe you'll take a guided tour or something. Check it a little drive-by action, look at it basically <laughs> yeah. and chuck it. Take a pick not in necessary front. <laughs> for your trip. Yeah. Check it is, oh, but you take a pick in front if you if you visit it also. But like you only take a picture in front and you don't go in if you are checking it. Like I want to see the like the famous church from my cab, but I don't want to go in. Or just yes. like walk by but not like schedule a like tour. tour. Okay, okay. Yeah. And chuck it is like you, okay. you take it off your itinerary. You don't. Yeah, you don't need to okay. see it. Okay. Okay. So we are not having sex with anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Not okay. this time. Not this, time. Not this not trip. This... Okay. Okay. So we'll start locally. We'll start with home, NYC. So visit it, check it, or chuck it. Central Park, Times Square to see a Broadway show, and walking the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. Okay. I am visiting the Central Park, the Central Park. <laughs> I am checking Times Square and I am. Wait, do no, you get wait, to wait, see wait. a Broadway show? No, not, if you, you check, it, check it, you no, just but if you visit, like, drive through Times Square. I have my answer. Wait, maybe I would. Or Alien Go. Any Broadway okay, show? I would totally visit a Broadway show. Like going to see a show is such a memorable experience, especially if it's good. And like, you'll just have that memory forever. If you just like walk through central parks like who gives a shit it's a park so like (laughs) i would just i would like i would i would check central park 
And just because it's okay. also very famous, I think it's more famous than Brooklyn Bridge. And the Brooklyn Bridge is like a bridge, you know, it's like cool. You know, there's water. It's like two cities on two sides, whatever. So I chuck that one. I live in Brooklyn, though. Okay. <laughs> You're not getting back <laughs> yeah, home like, via the nope. bridge. There's also the Manhattan Bridge. Okay. <laughs> I agree with your assessment at first. I was like, I would visit the park, but she's right. Like, it's kind of like any other park. It's like nice, but like, whatever. Like so many Broadway people. show is more of like a unique New York experience, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the Brooklyn Bridge is like kind of ugly in reality. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? There's so many people and it's uh, like, yeah, there's like a lot of bike everywhere. danger. Like, bike it's kind of ugly. If yeah. I get to yeah. pick the Broadway yeah. show, I would see the Broadway show. But like, if not, then I'm visiting Central Park and we're obviously chucking the bridge because again, yeah, it yeah. totally is dependent on which Broadway show. Like yeah. I've seen some really bad ones and some yeah. really good ones. Like a Lion King classic New York Broadway classic. show. I kind of prefer I know this is weird. I prefer plays to, to musicals, <laughs> but it depends. Really? And yeah. Aileen, for Aileen's like instead of a bat mitzvah when she was like 13, we, she took us to go see yeah. the lion king on broadway yeah, it was um so fun. <laughs> it was really fun i think i remember those pictures it was also so much cheaper for my mom <laughs> right it's true the yeah the lion king is the last show i saw before oh, covid really? so oh, i was supposed to see yeah. i was supposed to see erica jane in chicago the night that covid began i think that was the last show oh, i saw man. in new york well now she's a scammer what was the best broadway show you've seen the best Broadway the best. show I've seen. I mean, Hamilton was legit. Oh, I wish. I can't like. When I was little, I saw Cats, and I remember like having a really good scene. The cats would like come up to you, and I thought <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> okay, my my favorite show that I've seen. I I mean, I haven't seen um, Hamilton, but I feel like I would have sat far anyway. I don't like to sit far. It's the same as seeing that. It's better to watch it on TV, in my opinion. To Kill a Mockingbird was the best play i have ever seen it with jeff daniels it was and and aaron sorkin sammy it was the yeah best i miss broadway ever and that was a play yeah well now when it reopens everyone you have your your top also, three once, shows lined up oh I, so good i cried i tried to watch that movie i thought it was like a little boring i think my favorite broadway show was network which I saw oh, I did with Brian Cranston, like I right. Saw that. I there hated was something. That. The question wasn't what wasn't which Broadway show was you see. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Sorry, Let's do the sorry. next one. Yeah. We love. I know. I hope it I'm comes sorry. back. Yeah, me too. I hope it comes back as soon as Rent. Possible. Rent is my favorite Broadway oh, show. What the fuck I never am I talking saw about? Either. <gasps> oh my god, it was so good. Okay, now for the next trip, we've flown to Europe. We're in the city of Paris. Are you visiting, checking, and chucking the Louvre, the Eiffel Tower, and the Notre Dame Cathedral? Okay. Uh, I visited all these. So okay. I think you're deaf just checking the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. yeah. It's the easiest one to just like take Check. a You don't need to. How, yeah. There's nowhere to go. Like you're either closer you can, to you it. You can eat. You can eat You can go it. to the right. top and eat. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay. ate outside of it and I just looked at it and it was really pretty. It's also so crowded. Crazy. What was the other one? Notre, yeah. da- Notre Dame. I visit the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, Notre Dame and the Louvre. I visit the Louvre because like you can't really like get a good. You can't see like the Mona Lisa from outside, um, which was kind of cool. I mean, it's it, you could barely see it from the inside either. There's so many people in front. You had to stand very far away from it, but it was still 
Kind of cool. It's incredibly small. It's so small. I went right to the front and I was in everyone's picture. <laughs> it's like the most famous picture of like all time, I feel like. So it's I think painting. that's that's a cool thing to be able to see. Whatever, painting. You remember the Beyonce Jay-Z? Well, I like remember that more than seeing the Mona Lisa for myself. <laughs> okay, Sammy, what's your answer? I am. I am eating at the Eiffel Tower. I'm visiting it. <laughs> I I mean that's really cool. How like I want to say that I ate on the Eiffel Tower and I also want to eat. So we're going to eat at the Eiffel Tower. Um, we are going to check the Louvre and we are going to chuck Notre Dame. Sorry. I agree. Answer. Not with all of it, but the chucking of the of Notre Dame. I'm chucking that also, but I am visiting the Louvre and checking the Eiffel Tower. Those are great. Okay. Next city. We've flown to Singapore overnight. And your options are <laughs> the Marina Bay Sands Observation Deck, Gardens by the Bay, which has the famous artificial trees, and a local food tour where you can try all the cuisines. Oh, I man. I've never really heard of a lot of these things. I don't like I don't know that much about Singapore. The, the Marina Bay Sands is that hotel with the pool on top. It's very expensive, right? No, it's actually not. I mean, it's expensive, but it's like not what you it's not what other hotels are hmm. like. I think I was there for like 300 something a night and I was only there like one night. OK, actually, but, I know what I'm doing. OK, I know what I'm doing, too. OK, go first. I am visiting the pool at the Marina Bay Sands because it was my really? favorite part of doing all these things. Oh, you've gone to these things. OK, yeah, I went I went to these. We went to Singapore before Vietnam. Got so it. we are checking the gardens by the bay. And we are chucking the food. The pool is cool. It's like a, it looks like a surfboard on top of three really high skyscrapers. It's really cool. I'll show you. Okay. Here, this I'll visit is, the pool. You would probably, in, you, I mean, is it, is it sunny? What's the UV index? <laughs> it's sunny. <laughs> yeah, it's sunny. It is. Okay. What's then I'll be at the pool. You're very yes. close to the sun because it's so high the up. The inside just looks like a big mall, right? There's three parts to it. So like there's mall, there's restaurants like Hudson Yard. It's very. <laughs> no, it's it's more like Vegas, I would say here. This is us in the Marina Bay Sands. Pool. Oh, that doesn't sound authentic. Well, if you're curious, go to Sammy's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. OK, I'm choosing to I'm visiting. I'm visiting the foods because that sounds cool. That I sounds also cultural, too. It sounds cultural. I think I'm going to yes. go go buy whatever the what is it what's the set check it check the gardens and i'm going to leave what is it called chucking the marina bay sands the hotel pools a pool it's you rarely get a pool on top of a city like that just saying i guess that's cool and they have delicious cuisine there too you could go on top of the empire state building and pretend you're swimming no it's not the same (laughs) as like be is like being in the pool i will say that i will say that Singapore was like <laughs> Singapore was actually like it kind of feels like Disneyland. The whole yeah, thing. That's the what whole it thing feels like, like Disneyland. Like Does it's it like very Vegas? it's more like Disneyland because it's not like I maybe I don't want to say it's, it's more like, like Disneyland, but Vegas is a little dirty and Singapore is incredibly clean and perfect. Like it is very regimented and organized. Like everything is um I, I want to go. Food, it feels like the Truman show. Cool. It's cool. Jordana, what are you doing? I think I'm going to also visit the food tour. I'm going to check the pool, especially if it's nice out. 
Um, and I'm going to check the gardens. <laughs> gardens are so cool. Okay. Next, we're off to London and classic. Everyone knows these Big Ben, Buckingham Palace, and the London Eye. What are we visiting? Checking. Do you get to go into the Buckingham Palace or no? No one. I think you can. There's a part. I think there's a part of it that you can go. You can't go into like their like shit, but I think their right. chambers. I think I'm there's like a, a special like tourist area that you there's could a probably part go with into the jewel, with the jewels where you can see. You can go in and it's like you can see the jewel collection. I think that might be. This is a no brainer. I am visiting the shit out of Buckingham Palace. They might not let you in if you're that aggressive about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am. I honestly like could chuck both the London Eye. Although London Eye has good ice cream outside of it. So like maybe I'd check it. I didn't know but, that. Like, I went. Big Uh-oh. Ben is just like a big clock. <laughs> I'm doing like the there. same thing as Aileen is. I'll do that one too. You guys should plan this trip. You all want to do the you same know, stuff. What we forgot about Paris <laughs> was the the famous bridge that Carmela Soprano <laughs> is obsessed with. Oh. That is beautiful. <laughs> that is worth going to. Ponte Alma, where Princess Diana, like right now where Princess Diana died. It's where um, Carmela Soprano had a revelation about life. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> a more positive association. <laughs> no, it was really sad. What about Moulin Rouge? In I was not. I went. There's not worth it going. I went outside. I've checked it actually with J.A. I remember we have a picture of us. There are lots left out for the, you know, for the sake of the game. But okay. do do a full experience if you're in any of these cities. Next, we're going to one close to my heart, Sydney, Australia. Um, are you visiting, checking or chucking the Sydney Opera House, the Royal Botanical Gardens or Bondi Beach? The botanical gardens oh, wow. are like massive. Can you answer it's exactly it? Exactly what they Dana? sound like. Yeah, you do. It. You I'll go last. Okay. Have any of us been to Australia? I have not. No. no. Well, what would you want to do? Should we do like? Should we bring an Apache's tour? First of all, we would ask you before we went what we should do. So, but I think okay. let's say we didn't have you and we were just winging it. Um, I think I would visit Bondi, visit Bondi Beach. Beach. Yeah, Bondi. Say that. Yeah, Bondi. <laughs> Bondi. Bondi Beach. Wait, Bondi. Dina, is that yes. where that pool is? Yeah. Oh, you're definitely visiting that. I mean, I'm always going to a beach if I can. Yes. So <laughs> I'm going to visit that. I'm going to take a check the opera house because that's like the one I've really heard of. And what was the last one? The Botanical Gardens. It's, it's exactly Botanic what it sounds like. Gardens. Botanical I would, Gardens. I would go. I, I would, would check, check the Botanical Gardens and check the, the opera house. I think I would do the same. You would just look at a pick. <laughs> on Google. Yeah, but I feel okay. like that. Okay, to me, that's the most like as someone who's never been there. That's the thing that I like know the most. Like that. I think you can see the thing. opera house from the Royal Botanic Garden. I can see in a Google two pick. for one. <laughs> you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's what my. What would hack. you do, Dana? I would visit the gardens because I like flowers, and they have a really big like koala leaf thing in there it's like a tree shaped like a koala that they cut they cut to be that where way. do you see nature. koalas <laughs> or like kangaroos um you could go to the zoo but <laughs> otherwise they're really not like not roaming like around sydney. no no not in sydney it's a city so they're they're not just swinging from the trees or anything <laughs> but okay. if you go i think further towards the center not of like the country in manhattan <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then I think they're more so in the wild, but I, I haven't seen any 
loose kangaroos or anything. I'm, I'm with you <laughs> about. I'm with you about the botanic gardens because you're in, like on the other half of the world. There's some crazy shit on that side that's like that doesn't grow that you've never seen before on our side. Yeah, so it was really pretty and it was really big. What are you checking, Dana? What are you checking and checking? I'm checking Bondi Beach because I hate the beach, but it's very fun there. I usually go there and like walk around and don't sit on the beach. And then Sydney Opera House, I'll check because you can see it when you get off the train that lets you to the botanical gardens. So it's like a twofer. You get a twofer. Well, if we ever go, we will ask you for actual recommendations. Okay. What if... So off the list for anybody who's listening and maybe traveling to Sydney, what what's like a must do thing that like maybe people that's underrated in Sydney since you're an expert? Oh, goodness. This is a lot of pressure. Um, well, <laughs> so I know if anyone knows a way to get to Sydney, please let me know. Um, <laughs> but I would say, honestly, I would say take a take a weekend and go like up or down the coast to a more like beach town area. And I know I said I don't like the beach, but I went <laughs> with Matt and we had a really good time. There's a lot of um, like famous natural attractions that you can go and see. Like there's this one area, I can't remember what it's called, but the water basically like shoots out of the ground like a geyser at this beach. Oh, so cool. it's cool stuff like that that you can see down the coast. It's geyser. really low key and the water and stuff is just as nice as it is at Bondi Beach and in Sydney so I would do something like that that sounds or good. just find a local they're very nice they're I feel like though they would happily tell you cool stuff to do as well so can Matt be our local <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you can um rent him by the hour but for zero dollars <laughs> okay we'll do we'll do one last one we'll end with another place I think all of us maybe have been Rome. So are you going to visit, check, and chuck the Colosseum, the Vatican, and at the Pantheon? Pantheon, excuse me. Okay. okay. I was in Rome in 2019. Yeah. I was recently there. So I feel like judging on based on what I did do, I chucked the Pantheon because like I feel like it's fine. It's just a build a building. It's just a building. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry to the um amazing architects and artists no it's an amazing <laughs> of, what, of like the year <laughs> it's just a building no, no, i mean like okay the vatican you go in you go on a whole tour yeah, there's like a empty, lot of room it's an empty thing right oh, i'm checking the vatican kind of meant to be checked i'm checking the or vatican checking. yeah the pantheon is meant to be yeah. in reality i'm checking that check. right same. I'm checking, but I'm not checking it. I'm checking the Vatican and I'm going to the Coliseum. I can't tell the difference between your checks and your chucks. <laughs> I'm chucking the Pantheon. Chuck. Okay. Chuck, goodbye, There's a Pantheon. really good restaurant underrated <laughs> next to the Pantheon. It's called like El Pantheon or something like that. <laughs> that sounds like the most touristy recommendation I, know, I, I know could that. ever hear. I know that. I know it's that. It's called Restaurante El Coliseum. Uh, it, yes, agreed. But it isn't. And it is a very, very good. It's like all locals that go there. I was going to say, I feel like I enjoyed the outer of the Pantheon better than going inside. Like, oh, I liked the inside. That hole in the ceiling is so it, pretty. But I like the outside better. I think I yeah. am going to visit the Vatican. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really cool art in there. 
and mm-hmm. I didn't go to the Louvre. So and you get to, to go to the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, there's a lot that I want to see in the Vatican. And I am checking the Coliseum because you can still get a sick pick, even if you're not inside. And I am <laughs> chucking the Pantheon, that building. Yeah, I guess Aileen, that random building on the left. <laughs> <laughs> there should be like a thought, a thought word for buildings, that building on the like that building over there. <laughs> oh, I get <laughs> to bot. Yeah. <laughs> but wait. Thought stands. Wait, I'm not gonna even no. that's that that stands. <laughs> wait, I have no idea. You're killing I, lo- I love that it stands for that. I think it's like so fun. Same. Okay. That's really funny. <laughs> um, I just learned something new. I hate myself. Um, I think the Coliseum is a pain in the ass just to check. There are so many cars driving around and there's so much traffic to get to it. The Pantheon, at least you could like check it and you're still walking around and, and visiting the little streets. So I think I'm going to check the Coliseum. However, it is very cool because it's like gladiators, but just to look at the outside, as Sammy said, it's just a building. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, just a Coliseum. It's always under construction. They're trying to mm-hmm. keep it together. It's really old. They're trying to just make Truly. sure it doesn't completely just collapse. a really old Truly. building. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird that people would fight to the death with animals inside that? I think that's. I think it's very cool that yeah. people would fight. To I think the you death. can go under. You can go under it to, yeah. to yeah. like the. Yeah, they have the, the chambers, lower. right? It's cool that they show you like if you do visit it, say you I think it's worth visiting, but you get to see like where the different classes would sit. Like mm-hmm. when yeah. you when Let you get to go be seated according to class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like where the king would sit, like just really cool emperor rather. Um, it's just re- that part is very cool because you're like physically in the place where all those people were. What I liked about the Coliseum is that near the Colosseum, there's actually really cool ruins that are not, I think they're kind of part of the Colosseum. Like you go to them, them both at once, but it's really more like around it. And there are beautiful gardens with some interesting ruins. And th- that was my favorite part of the Colosseum. I can't remember that. That's it's not like, there. It's like next to it. Yeah, it is. There's like a, it's, it's like right. There's after- like a whole other area. With some you have ruins. to like yeah. walk by. Yeah. But it's yeah. more of like a garden vibe. It's like a, it's like, like, like Lisa a Vanderpump's garden. Dilapidated There's really building. good gelato down the street. <laughs> it's famous gelato. El Coliseo gelato. Down the road. <laughs> <laughs> also, my favorite thing in Rome was actually that park. Um, I don't know what the name is, but it is like the main, it is a very beautiful park. Villa Borghese. That was the park. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down, travelers. Well, there's obviously lots of cities, lots of attractions that we left out, but hopefully you got some some future inspo. There we go. <laughs> Thanks again, Dana, for leading us through the layover game. And also, that is it for our episode of At Betches. And guess what? We're going to be back next week. But in the meantime, please rate, review, and subscribe to the At Betches podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. And follow us. Follow me at Sammy. Follow me at Jordana Abraham. And follow me at Aileen. And of course, follow at Betches on Instagram. Also, go follow Dana because, you know, go follow her. On one's happy hour, too. And on one's happy hour. And please send your advice emails to podcast at Betches.com. We'll answer them all or we'll at least just answer one. So until next time, this has been the At Betches podcast. 
At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.